Verhoeven for me personally has always walked hand in hand with doing the thing while also revealing how disturbing that thing is at Absolutely. the same time. And I think that there, I don't think it's contradictory. I think that he's, he is actually saying something about it while doing that. And I yeah. feel like that it, it creates the contradiction in the viewer. Um, and I think that that works really well, especially in this where he takes all the razzle dazzle <laughs> Hollywood stardom pursuit story, like the, the basic dramatic structure of this of like a girl goes to town yeah. she has dreams of making it big she you know she has to climb and scratch and claw her way mm-hmm. to the very top and do some disturbing things to get there and then the feelings of kind of like what have i done what really is this place the reveal of oh my god like this this is a horrible thing why did i ever dream of this like this you can yeah. find this in hollywood films as early as like the fucking 20s dude right um like uh, gold diggers of 1933 uh the original star is born even before mm-hmm. the George Cooker one in the fifties, all about Eve, you know, like mm-hmm. films, old Hollywood films like this exist. They are very clearly intentionally referencing them. And then he's like, what if I took that film and turned it into a dirty, disturbing, genuinely lurid exploitation movie? Yeah. Um, and you know, like I think that that is really intriguing and I'm surprised more people honestly have, I mean, I guess the reaction to this is why more people haven't done it, but like yeah. that is, that's a really cool way of thinking about that, of like actually being like, you know, a lot of those movies get to the point where it's like, you know, the character has the, the, the fall from grace and they're like, oh my God, this industry, this dream wasn't what I thought it was. And I don't think that those films have as visceral of a shake and a grotesquery yeah. and a filth that this one does. Like, I think this is an extremely powerful version of that story because of the way that it was overcranked, because of the way that it was stylized with shiny surfaces covered in grime and body fluids. It, it, it really is like an American, the American dream as like a backstage stripper melodrama of, you know, competition and corruption and superficial celebrity diva image making. That's why the, that's why I love the Gina character specifically, like the way that she does poses, just the way she smiles, the way that she looks at, uh, Nomi and like, you know, with, with her big sort of like all the makeup on her face and everything like that. Like, you know, people I think looked at that and went, Oh, this is so ridiculous. This is so, you know, like the, this woman isn't talking like a real woman. And I'm like, of course she's a show woman. Yeah. She's putting on, show even for Nomi like that I think the scene that gets talked about the most is that big scene in which everyone should have known because it was in a fucking uh, fast food court mall where they have this scene and they they both look fabulous Mm -hmm. and they sit down at this fast food place or whatever it might even be fast food they might actually sit at a restaurant but the the mall they're at the mall very clearly and when they sit down that's where they have this this conversation where Gina's like I like tits. Do you like your big tits? You know, like people are, people point to that scene all the time because they're like, women do not talk to each other that way. That is very clearly a man writing to women. And I'm like, that's true. This is Paul Verhoeven and Joe Esterhaus writing this film. But at the same time, these specific women are, you know, they're, they're managing their images in front of each other. Exactly. And, trying to be vulgar and trying to humiliate each other and objectify each other, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that, that scene absolutely makes sense to me, even if, you know, uh, there are elements of it. That's silly. This world is silly. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> it's like, even the, the, the introduction to the world itself, like 
before she even gets to the dressing room and meets all these people who, by the way, are just bickering at each other. It seems like half of them fucking hate each other and want each other dead anyway. And they're supposed to be a team every night and doing and, and doing this performance. Yep. Um, yep. It, it's even before that when she's doing the auditions, this kind of like the fantasy versus the reality thing she has to deal with. She goes to the auditions and right away, this producer who I, I love the performance and I love the scenes that he's in um, they're 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 horrifying, but they're very funny. Um, and and this producer is just an absolute animal. He's he's he goes and brings the women into a, a, a straight line and just goes over every single one of them and points out every single one of their physical flaws that he thinks they oh, have. Yeah. And <laughs> and that's her initial introduction into this like show life that she's been dreaming of for however many years. Um, and it doesn't really yeah, deter that, that, her, but, but that, that specific moment of the one girl who comes on, he's like, Hey, I've seen, I've, I've seen you here before. Oh my God. Yeah. And, oh my God. And, and she's like, and, and she's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I auditioned I did what for you. you like, la- I, I auditioned for you last year and, uh, you said I had a big nose, so I got a nose job and, uh, he <laughs> looks at it and he's like, he's like, the, the, the nose does look good. Um, but then he sends her home anyway and says, but you're now I, I'm realizing your ears are too big. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he goes, so, uh, go fix them and then come back next year. And she, yeah, and the thing is her performance is not like, like, obviously she's disappointed and very saddened by this, but it is not like, oh, I'm giving up. It's okay. I guess I have to go back to the plastic surgeon, get my ears done and then come back and hope that he lets me audition for his show. Yeah. Like it, it's just so, um, cutthroat and and superficial uh and 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 it's still like once you see the show because there is yeah, moments and, of and, no and, and it's there in the writing that's what's crazy to me like yeah. it's there the critique there is obvious this guy <laughs> yeah, is an absolute dude. prick <laughs> they call him a prick yeah. in the text of the film Nomi does and very clear very clearly he is showing you this industry and how it operates and it operates by treating these women like absolute garbage while also relying on Disposable. them as part of their spectacle as part of their spectacle and selling their bodies for money yeah and you know it, it's very clearly the men don't have to get vulnerable and put themselves on the line they just get to judge them and be mean to them <laughs> yeah 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 and and it even starts to connect to uh crystal a little bit where it's like she thinks that she has this like